What's good, people? It's your boy, Justice Falls, and welcome back to the greatest podcast you've never heard of, The Justice Falls Experiment. So, another month, another pod. This is episode 27, um, and I was letting you know, I am Justice Falls, and you can check me out on Twitter at I-M-P-A-R-T underscore justice. That's M-Part underscore justice. We be wilding out on there. Um, Instagram, Justice X Falls underscore. Um, you can check me out on Twitch as well under the same name, Justice X Falls. I'm pretty much Justice X Falls everywhere. Just Google it. There's this one guy that's a DJ who with the same name, but other than that, my whole Google page is filled in. My knowledge page is filled in, so you can check me out. We got music, we got gaming content, we got this podcast, we got everything. I'm just trying to get back to streaming. That's all. I just finished recording a, 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 a video for the channel, and I got and I uploaded some videos today. So I upload every day. So holla at me. So YouTube on YouTube.com/slash/JusticeXFalls. Uh, so especially on YouTube, I need y'all to go on that YouTube and run them subscriptions up. Like I need a thousand subscribers before this year is out, or at least at least five hundred. At least give me the five hundred. I'm at three sixty six. 366 so at least get me to 500 before the year's out that'll be like my christmas present from from y'all to me like if you really if you really been fucking with the podcast and you fuck with me as a person you know just get as many people as you can to subscribe to the channel and actually check it out and see if you like the content too if you don't you can unsubscribe if you do stay subscribed you know what i'm saying or rather i should say it the other way check out the content first See if you like it. If you like it, subscribe. If you don't, then don't. Because as a content creator, my job is to provide a service to you before I ask you to do anything. So, you know, I've been giving you all these podcasts, so I feel like I promote at the beginning. So without further ado, let's just get into these topics. So um, we're going to do a couple quick hitters. That's a new thing I've been adding in. Just a couple quick topics that I wanted to get to. So I'm not spending too much time on one topic. So here we go. So Kai Sinat, a famous streamer. Um, on Twitch, he is now the most subscribed streamer at over eighty thousand. The record was eighty thousand. Um, by uh, XQC, that's a streamer. He he's a gaming streamer. Um, Twitch is primarily a, a, a gaming streaming website. If you don't know, but Kai does a variety of things. He games every now and then. That's probably the least thing he does. But he has all these wacky things going on in the stream. Like he has his friends come in from his group. Um, called AMP. He has other homies that he uh that he has come in he has like uh he tries different foods from different countries he's uh he's gotten a he got a massage on stream the other day he got a haircut on stream today like he just does a bunch of stuff like he's cool with tiana trump so she comes through they did like some dating thing over there well not a dating thing but like kind of like a little game show kind of vibe this, this, this kid is creative man he's been doing it for a long time he's been doing it since he was a kid i think he's like 20 years old now he's been doing it since he was like 14 or something like that you know, so shout out to Kai. Um, he was on the stream. His mom called him, encouraging him. It was just really inspiring. That that just made me just want to get on my grind even harder and just step out of the box and do something different. Like recently, I re I did a re just before I cut this on to react. I did a, um a reaction to um 
Pokimane, um, which is another famous streamer. Because I heard a lot about her, and then I seen a picture of her on Twitter. I was like, she's kind of fire. Like, I, I want to see what's it to her. Is she just like a pretty face, or is she actually like dope? And you, you, you'll see what what I thought of her um, in my um, in my video that I reacted to her, to, to her. So check it out on YouTube.com slash Justice X Falls if you want to know how that went. It should be uploaded by the time or before or shortly after this podcast is up. So um now he has as far as Kai, just to close out on Kai, he has over 90k streamers. So subscribers. So what that means is each one of those people he gets paid off of getting subscriptions, ads, and each one of those people that subscribed he gets like a 70-30 split off of that. So if you subscribe for like five ninety nine, he gets seventy percent of that, and Twitch gets thirty percent. So you do the math. Me from streaming, I get two dollars and forty cent per sub. Right now, I think I only have a couple subs, so that's only a few dollars a month. So as long as those people stay subscribed, I get that amount of money. I get the two dollars forty cent times however many subs I have per in the last month. Just for doing, just for me doing nothing. So imagine him. He's streaming all day, every day. He's streaming like five, six hours a day. So imagine the type of bag he's getting to. That's the type of bag I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to get back to that. So follow me there on Twitch. Um, um, Justice X Force. I have some content up there from my previous streams. If you want to check that out too, so you won't just go there to a blank page. So um, moving on along with the quick hitters. Um, we got to say RP to Coolio. Um, Coolio, if you don't know, was a rapper from back in the days. Um, if you have heard Gangsta's Paradise or Fantastic Voyage or the Keenan and Kel theme, then you know um, who uh, Coolio is. you probably never seen him before, but you know who Coolio is. Um, he passed at 59 years old at a friend house. Um, causes of death have not been released yet. Um, and I just wanted to say a few words, you know, um, very underrated artist, very um, crossover style kind of artist. Like, I think he got a lot of, like, different types of people into rap music because his rap music was very accessible but still upbeat and cool enough to resonate with the, you know, with the with the black audience because that's, you know, that's a that's a black music form. A rap is a black music form, period. Um, and he, he was able to branch out past that and get, you know, other types of people involved in, like, rap. It was very... Um, it was it wasn't like so over the top gangster and hardcore it was very obsess it was very accessible like even to this day like there's properties and companies and commercials with that song on it with gangster's paradise on it or something like that and that's an iconic song he um he has he's a grammy award winner also um and he's had many other accolades in his career and he will be missed you know he will be missed um there was this band that came out called Cinnamon Babe. Shout out to Cinnamon Babe. Um, he had messaged them. They came out with a song called Rock and Roll is Black. Some of you might know. Some of you might not know. And um, Coolio had messaged the band saying, I want to work with y'all. And it's like, damn, we won't even get to see that now. So it's kind of crazy. So um, R.P. Coolio. And then next, uh, actually a couple more deaths. Um, a lot of death this past uh, month. Um, which is kind of sad. So PNB Rock died. Um, rest in peace to him. You know, hopefully his family can, you know, survive and put him and hopefully they put him to rest. Well, um, 
that was it came to come it come to find out that there was a man and his son basically stalking him and they were already waiting at the Roscoe's chicken and waffles that him and his wife was eating at. A lot of people are blaming his wife that about that, saying that she um caused his death because she posted the location that they were at, which in my idea is never a bright idea, even if you're not famous. I don't post my location even even like until like after I leave and even then sometimes I don't do it because it's a place that I might frequent. I'm not gonna keep posting a location to somewhere I frequent so somebody could wait for me and catch me lacking. You know what I mean? So I still will say it's not her fault because in this specific case, um there was a man there was a man and his son waiting for him to rob him of his chains because he's you know he's a famous rapper um he made that song selfish that's when that's just probably his biggest song that he ever made um he featured on a song cross me by ed sharon and um yes he was a pretty big high profile artist you know a lot of these rappers they walk around with their chain on you know a lot of the times you know and this is what i said when young Dolph died um rp young Dolph. like a lot of the time these rappers they think they're invincible they think they can't get touched and, you know, we all human. We all bleed. We all can get hit. And it's just like you have to be careful. Same thing with Pop Smoke. His friend shared the location they were at, and they caught him while he was in the shower. Like, that's crazy. Like, it's so crazy that you can't even live your life the way you want to fully live it because of people like that, you know? I see a lot of rappers walking around with 40 people and a bunch of security because it's necessary because you never know. Like, it, when you're famous... You automatically have, especially if you're a rapper, like you have a target on your head. They they say rap is the most dangerous job ever, and I and I would agree, you know, because there's always going to be somebody that come at you, and you're 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 at the top of your game. You're on the top of your world. You're you're probably the most successful person in your family, so you're not going to let nobody talk to you crazy like that. There was an exchange he had with I think a gang member out in L.A. and at the time he was in Atlanta. He was like, oh, but I'll be in L.A. And then he said he he called he called him all types of bitch nigga and all of that. And then the guy said, "All right, I'm gonna make you eat those words." So I don't know if that man is being investigated in this, but um, that just goes to show it's just like you really got to be careful out here. Like if I feel like if you're gonna talk that kind of talk and talk greasy like that, like you gotta walk around with 15 security guards. It just it just be like that. Like if I were famous to that extent to a PNB Rock or a Pop Smoke. Or anybody like that, or young, a little Dirk, or whatever. I walk around. I wouldn't even have no ops because I don't. I will. I don't even make that kind of music. But I. But I would keep security with me at all times because you never know who could run up on you. It might be somebody who just hates you just because you you just because you are who you are, and then just might want to run up on you and try to rob you or try to kill you. Not they might even want nothing from you except your life. You know, it's crazy. So you really got to be careful out here. Really got to be careful out here. So moving along, Queen Elizabeth also passed. Um, she was 96 years old um, and of natural, you know, it was, and they saying it was natural causes. Um, King Henry III, I mean, King Charles III is going to replace her, and he's going to replace her on the, on the money as well, the money out there in the UK. Um, I can't say I'm, like, sad or anything that she died because she had no, like, relevancy to my life. Um, actually, she colonized like a lot of my ancestors nations there was a lot of nations under her control and there was a lot of resources that her and her regime and her monarchy 
has stolen over the years. She's the longest. She was the longest reigning monarch in like I think like in world history, like world, like period. So, um, although a lot of countries were also freed under her rule, they should have never been under her rule in the first place, in my opinion. So it's like I can't really be sad that she passed, and I can't really be mad at like like the memes and the jokes and stuff like that. It just kind of is what it is. Like, you know, it's fucked up, yeah, but it kind of is what it is. It was also fucked up how she, like, how under her regime, like, there was a lot of country that were colonized and a lot of resources that were stolen from their birthright, from the places that they were from. So, you know, I can't really be sad for a person that was overseeing all of that, you know. So um, I can say rest in peace. You know, and I can say that um, that's a historic moment in world history. You know, seeing the longest reigning monarch, you know, finally pass on and things of that nature. So that's that's all. I'll just leave it at that. I'm not going again. This podcast is not a political podcast. I, I try to keep the politics out of it. I try to keep it light and fun, you know, so I try to get all the, all of that sad stuff out of the way first. So. Moving on along, last quick hitter we're going to go to is NLE Chopper. So, he broke up with his girl. Um, he's 19. The girl, from my research, is 26. Some people saying she's 30. I don't know. Um, and a lot of people are coming at him because he broke, he because of what he said. Now, he said in the beginning, like, I would want to be with you, but I don't see myself only fucking with you, like, as far as, like, having sex with other people. And she told her that up front, and she agreed to the terms of service. Now, obviously, that's not what she really wanted. She wanted marriage and things of that nature. She wanted commitment, and he was just like, I can give you that, but I'm not going to be loyal to you in the sense of only having sex with you. I'm a young guy. I don't see myself, like, you know, locking down with you in that manner just yet. I'm 19 years old, you know. And I feel like people people are bashing NLE. Even though he was honest and upfront, he came out and explained to himself in a very calm and mature manner. The young man is very mature for his age, you know. Uh, and and that just brings me back to the Lori Harvey situation because while she was jumping around and social climbing and things of that nature and having a I don't give a fuck type of attitude, nobody came at her the way they coming at came at NLE and the situ and the situation she had with Michael B. Jordan where he wanted marriage and. Everybody's like, oh, she's 25. What do you expect? There's people that get married at 25. There's people get married at 21. There's people get married at 18. You can't sit there and say, oh, how can you expect a 25-year-old to settle down? I can understand what you say. How can you expect a 19-year-old to settle down, but not a 25-year-old? You're a grown-ass woman. Like, at some point, you're going to want to lock in, you know, because we're all on a time clock, you know, especially women with the with you know, pregnancy and things of that nature. Um, do what you want, but just realize that. Just realize nature. Nature happens, and nature will take its toll eventually. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that it was wrong that people didn't take that same energy, and it just it was just very hypocritical. Like the the kid sat down and broke it down to her, and she agreed to terms of service. You know, whereas in the other situation, you know, sis really took a Lori Harvey. She gave like a very I don't give a fuck type of attitude. I want to live my life regardless of how it affects anybody. And that's just, that's applauded. That's a yes, Queen Slay. But when a man is upfront and honest and says, look, I'm not going to be the only person. You're not going to be the only person I fuck with. I believe in polygamy. Isn't that, isn't that supported these days? 
polyamory, polygamy, all of that stuff, isn't that supported these days? Like, but not when a man does it, though, right? Like, I don't know. I just hate the double standards and the hypocrisy that goes along with, you know, society these days. And I will point it out at every turn. You can hate me. You can not like me. You can say, fuck this podcast. And I'm going to say, fuck you, too. <laughs> right, right back at you. Because I'm I'm I'm, I'll keep it real on here. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit. If a man is fucking up, I'm going to say that the man is fucking up. If a woman is fucking up, I'm going to say that, too. But that's, you can't do that as a man because you look that as a misogynist or you gay or whatever. But as many people watch me, I'm far from gay. I ain't nowhere near gay. And I'm not a misogynist. I love women. I was raised by women. I was raised by a strong black woman. And they told me, you know what they told me? They told me to speak my mind regardless of what, every, what anybody thinks of what you got to say. So that's what the fuck I'm going to do. You don't like it. You can click this podcast off because it's going to be other. It's going to be another person to cut it right back on anyway. So that's cool by me. And if you want to discuss it, like I said, I'm on Twitter, Impart, I-M-P-A-R-T-J-U-S-T-I-C-E, you know, and that's that. So moving on along, there was a man that found out his woman was cheating on him while she was on vacation. So he moved out and donated all her stuff to Goodwill. So this went crazy on social media. This went so ridiculously crazy on social media. Everybody was talking about it for a while. And I just think the whole situation is crazy. I think the only thing he did wrong was that he sold all her stuff to the Goodwill. He could have, excuse me, he could have just sold, he could have just left all her stuff in there or packed all her stuff up and left it in front of the door and let nature take its course. Send her a message like, hey, I know what you did. Your stuff is waiting out there. Now she's trying to sue because he stole her stuff and she might have a case if she has a good lawyer because he he took he took the extra step of taking her belongings and selling it like he had every right to move out and clear out the apartment what he didn't have what he didn't have the right to do in my opinion was sell her stuff so she might have a case with that you know I don't know if there's been any updates on it but she might have a case with that and I just think it was a little petty for him to sell it but hey you know Shit happens. Worst things happen when men cheat and women throw all this stuff out, stuff out in the street. So, I mean, it's just funny and almost refreshing to see the tables turned every now and then. Like you see like memes and videos of guys kicking women out and catching them cheating and stuff like that. It's, 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 it's fucked up, but it's just like we need to as men, we need to start documenting the stuff that we go through because people really in society believe that. Everything is always the men's fault, and then oh, how come we don't see when it happened when it when 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 women do stuff? Da da da. It's not because it's not happening; just because men we just move on. We don't be on the internet like that, running around doing that. But now it's gotten to an out of control point where people really blame men for everything. So now men got to start documenting their shit, you know. So what if we get called sassy or so if we just called messy? Some shit need to be documented, like. Because it's really women out here that's out of control. And that's just a fact. Like I said, if a woman's fucking up, I'm going to say it. If a man is fucking up, I'm going to say it. I'm very right down, I'm right down the middle. Like, we, I feel like we all need to be better people out here. We all have the chance to improve. And we need to, and we need to tap into that ability to improve and be better people for each other. Or else we're going to just keep going down this road of constantly battling each other. Like, I can't sit there and say I'm fighting the battle to, you know, hold both sides accountable if I'm not holding both sides accountable. 
you know, and I, I'll take the name call. I got thick skin. I grew up in New York City public school. I, I learned how to roast, so I done had the worst things said about me. I done been called a monkey, crackhead, all of that stuff. So it ain't nothing you can say that's gonna hurt me. And if you and if you wanna not be my friend no more, not fuck with me no more, based off of something like this, based off my opinion on something, based on me trying to hold everybody accountable when in a world where only where every where everything is blamed on the men, then you was never really my friend to begin with. So you could you can, and I probably made that speech before, but I'll keep saying it again as long as I need to. Like if you feel like I'm so wrong that you can't even be my friend no more. You was never really my friend in the first place, especially if you do, if you feel that way, you, we've never even had a conversation. Like you just want to just cut me off for whatever reason, for whatever reasons, because of, because of what I said on the podcast, on this podcast or what I said or what I posted on social media. You was never really my friend if you can't sit and talk to me about it. So yeah, you could, you could pack that shit up. We don't, I don't need that. So um, let me get some water because I was a mouthful. Yeah, gotta stay hydrated out here. So, um, moving on along, um, I've had this concept that I don't think I've ever shared on the podcast, but I'll share it now. And it's um, life is like an RPG. So if you don't know what an RPG is, it's a role playing game. It's a it's a type. It's a genre of video games. Like as y'all as you, if you know if you don't, if you know I'm big on video games. That's what my whole YouTube channel is focused on. That's what my streams are fo- focused on. Is video is video games. I've been a gamer since I was a kid. I always loved gaming. Always wanted to find a way to make money gaming, and YouTube always seemed to be the way. I used to do it when I was a kid. Um, I just didn't have the resources to keep doing it all the way up until about 2018, 2019. So I spent 2017 planning. I spent 2018 um, gathering resources, and then 2019 hit. Um, I started putting out content, so... Around May 2019, that's when I started. That's when I re re-entered this 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 ball game of creating content, you know. And one day I do hope to make a no. One day I will make a living off of it, um, especially with everything else I got going on, which is my podcast and my music and everything like that. Like I'm creating a brand. I'm making myself into a brand. You feel me? So. Getting back on topic, I say life is like an RPG because in RPG games, if you don't know. Um, there's what's called a skill tree. Usually you have a big skill tree with all the possible skills you can learn in the game. So let's just say that's life. and The skill tree is life and all of the skills are all the op- possible opportunities you can get in life and all of, all the of different paths you could take in life, you know, with married, get married, you know, change your sexuality, not changing your sexuality and things of that nature. Um, Sometimes when you choose different paths in an RPG, you get locked off from the other path. So let's just say I choose to be like a warrior. So I might be able to get some mage powers. These are like these are like types of uh, types of characters you can pick in game. So I might be able to get some mage powers while still being a warrior. But once I get to a certain tier of skills and a certain tier of um level and path i can't get no more war- no more um skills like i can probably get to like level five mage power while being a level 10 uh warrior but after a while that mage path is gonna top out 
and I can't pick that, I can't get the level 10, level 20 mage area because I'm a warrior, then that'll unlock the warrior path, you know, and that'll unlock more skills I can get as a warrior. So it's just like, I liken that to how we live life because, you know, the more you pick, the more you feed into one thing, the less you're going to have to feed into others because of many, op many, many opportunities. Like there's not enough time in the day. People are going to look at you a certain way. So that's going to affect certain, whatever certain opportunities that you can get and things of that nature. And that's just how life is. Like you could try and you could try to break past that because it is life and life is unpredictable. But nine times out of 10, you're not going to be able to, uh, break past you're not gonna be able to like break past that that's like if i was a football player right and i was trying to go to the end i was trying to go to the nfl you know there's there's been players that's going to the nfl and play baseball but the if you look back at their career they only did but so much in baseball or they only did but so much in football like look at a car look at a a guy like russell russell wilson russell wilson was an outstanding pitcher in college so all throughout high school and, and and college, he was playing football and he was playing baseball. But once he got to a certain tier of skill level in football, he had in, in, in football he had to make a choice: is you got to stop playing baseball so you could be the greatest you could be in football, and that's what he chose to do. You know, this it's rare that we have Bo Jacksons. It's rare that we have Deion Sanders. It's rare that we have Michael Jordans guys that could cross over and be successful in both fields but even they had their limits in the other sports Jordan had his limits in baseball because most of his talents and skill points skill points which you use to upgrade your character in rpgs um i'm gonna keep that analogy going most of his skill points was used in basketball like you can't spread it out to get all every single skill you can get a little bit of everything but at the end of the day you have to specialize in something because that's just how life goes, you know. Um, I was watching a video of um, Riley Reed. She is a uh, porn star, right? And she was get, she was answering questions from fans, and then she was just like, you know, a lot of my relationships were ruined because I was a porn star, and like I don't know if they really want me for me or just because I make a lot of money or whatever. And she she was like her boyfriend she was with for the past two years didn't want to even kiss her sometimes and her father didn't want to be seen in public with her so and, and things of that nature and i speak to a lot of sex workers and i see a lot of stories from sex workers and a lot of them you know they sometimes they, they they talk about if they're active in it they talk about the things that they go through on a daily basis you know living living as living and working as a sex worker I, um i'm not gonna tell them by whole business but it's like one person, you know, I heard from the person that they weren't able to get life insurance because their job was considered, quote unquote, at risk, at risk job. So it's just like that's fucked up. You know, everybody just should deserve some type of life insurance because it's crazy. It gets crazy out there. And um, there was another one. I think Lana Rhodes, like she said, she regret she regretted ever doing porn. And even Riley reset, I wouldn't recommend nobody do porn. Like, this is just an example. I'm not trying to bash sex workers. You do it. My, my main point is here. I'll just stop there just in case anybody want to try to clip this and try to violate me. Like, I'll just stop there. Do whatever you want in life. But just realize that there's a cap to it. You can't go back. 
You can't go back unless you unless you scrap your whole character and start your whole and start a new file and start a new game. You know. But the difference is in life, people's memories aren't just going to be deleted. They're still going to be remember what you did before. Like Mia Khalifa, another sex worker. I hate keep using that example, but it's relevant. She is trying to cross over into being a media personality, which is working. But she's been complaining about people always bringing up her past. Like you are, you are a famous porn star. You have millions of views doing porn. So that's something that's not ever going to be deleted from your past. Like you can move on. You can start your character over. That's not going to be deleting your past. So with life, you really got to be careful what you choose to do. You know, same thing with like drug, like drug dealers. Like if you've been dealing drugs for 10, 10, 15, 20 years of your life, like it's going to be hard for you to break away from that and get reacclimated into life, you know, and at any moment, somebody could like snitch on you, get you booked, you know, while you trying to get clean, like, oh, you try, you trying to get out, you try, you think you better than us, you trying to have a better life. Next, thing you know, you're getting snitched on. Next, thing you know, you're getting in jail. Or even if you do switch over to your personal life, your ops don't know you switched over and switched your life around. They still might want to run down on you. You know, like it's a, like as far as like being a gang member and being, you know, being dealing drugs. Like it's another example. So I use sex work, I use drug dealing, and I use RPGs just to make the point that you have to be careful what you do. And the choices you make in life, because it's going to affect you forever. It's going to affect you forever. Like, you got to be real cautious. I'm not saying you never going to make a mistake. People make mistakes. But you're not ever, like, you're not, you're like, you're, you're not ever going to be able to, like, do something so drastic in your life and then just do a complete 180 and then all of that is wiped clean. Like, that's still going to be a part of your past and it still might come back to haunt you. So, just be uh, mindful of that. Like, even if you do turn your life around, some of that stuff may linger and come back to haunt you later on. So, yeah, that's my life as an RPG analogy. I wanted to get that on wax because that's been in my head for a while. I just never, I just never, and I've spoken to people about it, if you know me like that, and I just wanted to get that on wax. So, there we go. So, um, next we're going to talk about music. I've been listening to some music, a lot of music lately, a lot of music. I'm about to start giving you some of my, like, rock and metal Mac recommendations as well because I've, I've been hearing some fire lately so um let's get into it so we got little baby well little baby detox yeet talk freddie gibbs too much future young young um money bag yo big sean um 100 featuring royster five nine and kendrick lamar ice spice munch ron suno munch remix post malone i like you doja cat um and romeo featuring um oh no yeah Sorry, Post Malone, I Like You featuring Doja Cat. Um, then Romeo Santos and Justin Timberlake, Scene Fiend, um, Ruti, Safe and Sound, Emerosa, Stay, that's a rock band. Um, Young, De- Young Devin, Outside featuring Fabio Foreign, um, Cream, Ademi, Caden Cox, Chemistry, um, Blackpink, Shut It Down, that's a K-pop group. Um, Willow, Curious, Furious, Polyphia, that's a rock band. Um, Ego Death featuring Steve Vai. Um, and Vendettes metal band, um, Dead to Me. So that's I give y'all a nice variety of songs. So go check those out. And welcome back to the greatest podcast you've never heard of, The Justice Falls Experiment. So moving on along, we're gonna talk about DJ Vlad. So if you don't know who DJ Vlad is, he is a DJ. Um, but mostly he's uh he does uh interviews with a lot of famous people from all over pop culture. He's done like rappers, singers, comedians. He's done, uh, I think he's done a few YouTubers. Yeah, Kevin Samuels was on there before. Um, 
and uh, even like mafia members, former mafia members and things of that nature, pimps, you know, all types of people. Um, and he gets a lot of views on his videos. Um, but he had a very L take. He had a very bad take on uh, on our video games. He says, if you play video games as an adult, you are depressed. That's more or less what he said. Um, let me let me um uh, let me see if the tweet. Let me see if he made a deleted the tweet or not. Cause yeah, I want to read I want to read it word for word. But um he that's pretty much what he said. I'm pretty sure he didn't delete it. Okay, so here goes the actual tweet from uh from DJ Vlad. He said, as an adult, playing video games for a long period of time is a form of depression. If you don't believe me, ask yourself this. Think about the 100 greatest moments in your life. Do any of these moments include the video games? Probably not. And this comes from a lifetime gamer. Yeah, all right. And then uh, the first re the first uh reply to it was... um. The first reply to it was, well, that escalated quickly. Just to clarify, this doesn't imply to e-gamers or people. I don't even know what that means. Or people who have turned gaming into a career. Um, this isn't about someone who plays a few hours a week. This is about people who constantly devote a double-digit percentage of their lives to gaming. So my problem with this tweet here is that um, it's very narrow-minded. Um, he's speaking from a place of... Um, of almost naivety, I would say, because he's not in the gaming community, so he doesn't understand like what gaming does. I, I know, I know he knows. Obviously, he knows that that gamers are turning gaming into a career. Obviously, it's starting to blow up now. Like you can't ignore it now. Gaming is a viable option for a career. Like there's many ways to get into the gaming field. It just takes a little while. So, um, I just think that it was very now minded of him to say that because. You can't you can't automatically assume that somebody's depressed because they play video games for a long period of time. I play video games for a long period of time, and then I've been I'm the, I've been the happiest I've ever been in my life. Actually, when I was actually depressed due to things that was happening in real life, video games was something that was a safe place for me to escape to to take my mind off of what I was going on in real life. So if anything, they help you out of depression, not get you into depression. Sure, people might get mad because a game part of a game is difficult or somebody's cheating in Call of Duty so they yell at the screen and curse at the at the people in the lobby in the um in the game lobby, but that doesn't mean they're depressed. Then he goes, think about the hundred greatest moments of your life. Then these moments include video games. There's there's hundreds of people in here. There, there's um there's four thousand forty three retreats, two hundred and two thousand point uh no, 0.8k uh quote tweets and 445,000.6 likes. In these replies like there's people telling moments greatest moments of their lives. Like there's no way you get a hundred you a gamer and there's a hundred moment a hundred moments in your life in gaming, 100 greatest moments in your life and the gaming's not one of them. That's just not that's almost not possible if you're a gamer. If like if you really consider yourself a gamer. So just off that that tells me he's not a lifetime gamer. Like you don't I'm pretty sure them kids that won that seventeen million dollars, them three kids, I think, that won seventeen thousand dollars off Fortnite, you don't think that's one of the biggest moments in their life? Like it's so many holes you could poke into these tweets that he made. And it's like this was just an L take on his part. I even replied to him, um, let me see if my reply will be I don't dang. I don't know how you could pull up your, your replies. Cause I definitely um responded to I definitely responded to bro. Um 
I said something along the lines of like, I fuck with you. This is a bad take. Um, some people, gaming actually helps people get out of depression. And then your retweet after that just kind of further invalidated your, your, your point because you acknowledge that gaming is a career for somebody and like a career is a way of life a people, a way you can survive in this world. So that's not anything to do with depression. And I'm pretty sure when some people were able to call a job and say, I quit because now I'm making money gaming. You don't think that's a hundred greatest moments in somebody's life. Like, come on, bro. Like you're not thinking he, he didn't really think too much before he posted that. And that's the problem with a lot of these celebrities and a lot of these clouded people on the internet. They don't sit and think first. They just look at, oh, I got all these numbers. I got all these people in these comments and in my text messages telling me how great I am. So I don't really have to think before I talk. And it's probably not an, a conscious thing that they do, but it's very subconscious. Like he thought he ate. He really thought <laughs> like he really thought he ate with that, with that, um, with this, um, with this little, with this, um, tweet right here. But nah, you ain't eat, bro. Like, and uh, people, I feel like the people that's agreeing with it and like it, like, they don't, they're not gamers, so they don't understand. It sounds logically right. It sounds correct. It sounds well put together. But when you really dissect it, it's not, you know, it's not really, a, it's a, it's a L tweet, L tweet. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to say that. So moving on along, how I feel about the N word. This is something that comes up a, a lot because it's, it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like it's real simple. I, my, my take on the N word is like, if you're not black, don't say niggas and definitely don't say nigger. Like with the hard R, like, just don't say it, bro. How is that so hard? We, we were the only people that took a derogatory term for our people and reclaimed that shit and made it cool amongst our circle of people. Like was good. My nigga, like, you know, those are my niggas over there. Da da da. You know? If it's a shorty from the hood, yeah, it's me and my me and my nigga. Da da da. Or my nigga gonna go do this. Like, you feel me? Like how like how how do we get from there to everybody and their mother use it? I can tell you how, because we are trendsetters. Black people, we set the trends, people follow all throughout history. You could do the research. We set the trend, motherfuckers follow that shit to the T. To the T. We take what we take what we're given, we take what we can find, we take what we can create, and we make greatness out of it. We make gold out of it. You feel me? Like, that's just what we that's just what we do. And you can't you can't really say otherwise because it's documented in history, you know? Um Like I said, I said if you're not black, you shouldn't say it. I don't care what rap song it's in. I don't care what who who else said it. I don't care if you got black friends that you grew up with. I don't think anybody should say it. Now that's ideally. Now <laughs> the, the 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 reality is people are gonna say say it regardless because they're 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 copycats, they're trend riders. Like, do you see anybody like no other race has 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 sat there and reclaimed the the derogatory term for them? You don't say you know you don't see Mexicans walking around claiming be uh, re, they didn't reclaim beaner Jews didn't reclaim Jews uh. Mexicans didn't reclaim wetback like uh fu uh fucking um white people ain't reclaimed cracker like none of that like Hispanic like Latino people didn't reclaim um um Latin American people didn't reclaim uh, spick or none of that stuff if you were to say that word to those people they'd be ready to fight you so 
when you say when you're not when as when you're not black and you say that word to a black person and they're ready to fight you why is there so much surprise why is there so much hostility i know t-pain said um i don't care who says it but that's black people are not a monolith unfortunately and we don't all think the same there's thousands of people that millions of black people that agree with what i'm saying and non-black people that agree with what the fuck i'm saying right now and i know um i think morgan freeman or somebody said and there's a few other people say how do we get rid of racism stop talking about it but if we stop talking about it it's still going to exist it's gonna have to get to a point where we're talking about it so much that it's gonna get to a point where like damn it's 2020 it's 2028 you still racist like ew come on like you're gonna get looked at funny for that you feel me like how it like how being um like how being a part of the LGBTQ is starting to become more accepted. There's a lot of pushback, obviously, but still, it's like more, a lot of there's a large contingent of people across the world looking just like you still homophobic, like you still say like faggot and stuff like that. Wow, like ew, like you saw how many people, how many streamers and gamers is getting exposed because they said faggot before in a derogatory manner and stuff like that. Like it's crazy. Like so, why can't that happen with the N word? Like. If you're not black, just don't say it, bro. Like, it's, it's really, it's not that hard to do. Like, why, when we say you're not black, don't say it, why is the first thing from non-black people, like, or people in general, oh, but such and such say it, you guys say it, why can't we say it? Because it's our word. We reclaimed it, bro. Like, what the fuck? You don't know the historical impact of that shit? You don't understand why we want to reclaim that shit and only keep it to ourselves? Like, we can't have, like, it's always a joke amongst black people, like, you know, damn, we can't have nothing. We literally can't have nothing, bro. Motherfuckers copy our style, our swagger, you know, how we dress, the food we eat, how we talk, like, and it's just so it's just so sad that people non black people get credit for that and being cool and whatever, but you're you're using our swag, like you're jacking our swag and you're and you're getting more popular off it. Like perfect example, the bad baby girl. Like she got she got um Famous for doing what she believed was an interpretation of uh, of of being a black girl or being a girl from the hood or whatever. Like, and that's just ha. Huh, it, it just makes me sad because it's just like had that been a little black girl talking about catch me outside, y'all some hoes or whatever, behaving in that way, then she would never made it. She would never. She would not have made it to where Bad Baby made it. Now, granted, Bad Baby apparently her family, people in her family, she was already well off and things of that nature. So this was probably just some some media shit, some industry plant shit. But um still it's like she made fifty three million off OnlyFans and that's because of cause she used to catch me outside or to catch me outside. You know all these perverts out here, they wait till these little girls turn eighteen and make OnlyFans they're like, Oh, oh she's a uh, catch me outside goes eighteen now. I wonder what her titties look like. Like, you know, niggas is weird like that. But getting back on topic, like if you're not black, don't say nigga. And if you do, if you do want to go go be not be black and go around saying nigga, 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 then don't be surprised if somebody punching you in your face. Straight like that. Don't be surprised if somebody punching you in your face. Just just like if you were a Mexican, somebody called you a wetback or a beaner, you would want to cut their head off. That's how some people don't play. That's how some people don't play about the about about nigga. You feel me? So is what it is. Is what it is. So, um, moving on along, uh, what does Black Lives Matter mean to you? This is something else that comes up a lot in my, um, on my, when I'm on social media and things of that nature. And, um, 
the thing is, uh, I support the notion of what Black Lives Matter means. Like, I support the notion. I support what it means. Like, as far as a uh, in a in a in a social context, because Black lives do matter. Because you know, we out here getting disproportionately killed. Like, you could bring up your little statistics. I know people will bring statistics to maybe say that's not true, but like. Look at the optics. Look at history. Look at look at it. Like stop ignoring what's actually been happening and stop trying to dismiss it away with numbers that you read on a sheet, on a graph that somebody put together on a graph. Like stop. Like look at what's happening. We're getting disproportionately killed. Whether it's like whether y'all want to jack Illuminati or whatever. Why are we always the pawns? Why are we always the sacrifices? You feel me? Even if it is some Illuminati shit, like y'all saying, like we're always the pawns. We're always the first sacrifices. Like come on now. Like, and all you want to come up with all these movements, all black lives matter, all lives matter, blue lives matter. We can't have shit. Like I said, black people, we can't have shit. Like, damn. Like, so it's like, like I said, like we can, we can, I can, I can agree with the notion of black lives matter. I can agree with that, but I just can't get with the organization. Cause that lady took all of y'all money with like six point something billion dollars or something like that. And was buying million dollar mansions Million-dollar mansions ain't built near school, ain't built near a program. I ain't seen her give not near, none, distribute not near none of that money to families that need it and businesses that may have been wrecked in the protests and things of that nature. Near, I ain't seen near money used for the for lawyer fees and things of that nature. Or, like, that, that all of that money should have gone to the people that needed it the most, not in her pockets. Like, that was crazy, so... I just wanted to set the record straight on that. I believe in Black Lives Matter as a as a concept, as a social concept, but I don't believe in it in the form of the organization because the organization is some bullshit, straight like that. So, um, now I got I will I will offer you some guys some Zen as I often do, and this month's this this Zen for this podcast comes from me. I said this quote the other day. I thought it was cool. So I figured I'd, I'd uh, enlighten you all. So um, it says, um, everybody wants to be real until it makes them uncomfortable. Let that marinate for a little bit. I said, everybody wants to be real until it makes them uncomfortable. So I was watching this stand-up comedian and he was, I forget his name, I forget the brother's name, but um, he said, um, <laughs> he was talking about how, like, you know, women always want you to be real with them. Women always want you to be real, da-da-da. Everybody always wants you to be real. So he told this girl he was dating that, you know, the ex she made was a little salty. And then she got mad and said, I'll never cook for you again. He said, why? You want me, me to be real with you? You know what I'm saying? And I just found that so funny because that's really how it is. Like, people want the real until, like, it's, it's a situation where it's like it's on some truth hurt shit because the truth do be hurting sometimes. The truth ain't always friendly to you. So truth ain't always convenient. And I, I've always been a, a huge proponent of that of that notion because life is hard out here, man. And sometimes the right thing and the, the right thing and what's, and what's factual is not going to be beneficial to you all the time. But you got to just accept it. You, you got to accept reality sometimes, you know. And just find another way to go about it. So I thought that quote was really cool, and I just wanted to share that with y'all. So um, so yeah, that's it. Yeah, we out of here. So <laughs> again, follow me on all social media programs. 
Um, I-M-P-A-R-T underscore justice on Twitter. We can chop it up on there. I'll be going crazy on there. Um, follow that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you like the content. It's gaming content. Um, I upload every day, so I got something different and something new and fresh for y'all every day to check out. Um, it's uh, YouTube.com slash JusticeXFalls. Check that out. Holla at me. Um, and uh, I stream on Twitch. I'm trying to get back to streaming. I haven't streamed since like April or something like that. So follow me on there, and I'm going to get back to streaming soon. I promise that. Um, even though I've been saying it for like the past three pods, <laughs> but, um, yeah, check me out on there. Um, justice X falls TikTok. I'm on TikTok too. I'm on TikTok too. Um, at justice Falls. So I post like guitar videos and I post like gaming clips, like, or I post some videos from my YouTube channel, you know, just to get myself keep, you know, keep consistent content up there and keep myself an algorithm on there. We gonna we gonna blow up, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man, I feel it. Like I know my time ain't come yet, but I know it's gonna come. Like I feel it. Like I've been looking, you know, not even because I've been looking on Social Blade and looking at the predictions and stuff, even though those aren't super accurate. But like I feel it. Like I feel the energy. Like it's it's not it's within me, but it's not like with it. It's not like manifested in in re, to reality yet. And I, but it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. We gonna blow up and. I appreciate everybody who listens to this podcast. If you got this far, thank you for checking it out. And thank you for rocking with the podcast for as long as you have. Um, share it to your friends. Let your friends know. I know I got a few. I got a few. Today is like National Podcast Day or something like that. So definitely when you hear this, if you hear it today, like share it out. Or if you hear it any day, share it out. So if you're binging my podcast and you're just getting to this, thank you as well. You know, every listen counts. You know, we building a brand here, people. We building a brand. I'm going to be, when it's all said and done, I'm going to be one of the greats. I'm just calling, I'm saying it now. So get on, get with, get the with the movement out and get lost. That's all I got to say. So this has been your boy, Justice Falls. And this has been the greatest podcast you've never heard of, the Justice Falls Experiment.